The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. This episode is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from TweakedAudio.com. Just enter the discount code CAFCOMICS, that's all one word at the checkout. You'll get 33% off your entire order, free worldwide shipping, and a limited lifetime warranty on everything you buy. That's TweakedAudio.com. And now... It's time for Caffeinated Comics, a lively discussion and debate on comics, film, television, and collectibles, all fueled by the magic of Frappuccinos. And now, here's your hosts, John and Steven. Thank you, it's Caffeinated Comics. I'm your host, John Clark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Stephen Brown. And as promised, Disney Plus is out, and there is really nothing else to talk about this week. Yeah, they really delivered, huh? <laughs> yeah, there. I don't think I've... I have not seen a platform launch this big in a long time, and I think uh, this has reaped the benefits of everyone, because looking back, Netflix has been in the streaming business for 10 years. They've been in business for 20, but... When Netflix first started, they didn't have much. They and were it was mailing discs out. They were still mailing discs out. So but cute. The first thing I remember watching was in 2008. I watched Last Man on Earth, which is I Am Legend, but with Vincent Price. Mm. Oh, and that's worth watching. Yeah. That's <laughs> a gem. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, but I had to sit in front of the desktop and watch it. There were no apps. Yeah. You know, they didn't have a lot, and it was just to supplement. We've so, come a long way. Netflix built into something. Netflix is bigger than Disney Plus, but uh, Disney Plus didn't have to do any of the growing pains. They had all the content. Yeah, they uh, they have originals ready to go, and they even have the infrastructure. I mean, the operating system is basically Netflix. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, if you didn't know any better, it's it's like identical. It's like there's a few things that are like a little punchy on it. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it might just be on my system, but like the um i uh one of the things i noticed is i watched a few episodes of um avengers earth's mightiest heroes okay and it doesn't show you the episodes you've watched yeah i noticed that which is a little like even like a, like youtube does it they have like a little red bar at the bottom for yeah. your progress on an episode or something yeah we started watching gargoyles Gargoyles was great. The boys really love it, and I've seen maybe three or four of them. Yeah, when it, was, it on. was like on around the time of like Spider Man and the X Men. So I was caught an episode here and there. Right, it was pretty good, and it was trying to look like Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, it was Disney's attempt to do that, and it was a good show. And Greg Wiseman, who created it, went on to create Spectacular Spider Man and Young Justice. Right, so uh, it had that same kind of. Um, uh, storytelling, right? Which I really like those two shows for. Is they're uh, they did awesome. They but nobody's ever incredible. had the whole series anywhere. Right. So uh, when it came on, I'm like, all right, here's something I can start. And luckily, the boys clicked right into it. Mm. So we're doing that together. That's cool. Um, they did uh, the Disney Duck, the new Ducktales we're watching. That's with um Tennant. Yeah, David Tennant, Jim like Rash is in it. Uh, Bobby Moynihan. We were, we were getting really into that, and then we dropped Disney XD, so we've got seasons to watch of that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff to rediscover, but the there's people complained there were traffic issues initially. Yeah, well, what did everyone think was going to happen with when 60 million people yeah. signed up for this fucking thing? Well, Disney said <laughs> opening week they had 10 million subscribers. Yeah. So Well, now I think it's up to 60 million. My brother was telling me he said it's at half the level 
that uh, the HBO Go has now in a week. Yeah, it has more stuff. I mean, my, we constantly talk about dropping HBO. Yeah. And I signed up for the three-year deal. And I'm like, yeah, in three years, I'm going to renew this thing. Mm-hmm. Because think that- of what's going to ha- be on that in three years. I actually think um, there's there's not as much stuff on there. So there's a lot of content on the app itself. Mm-hmm. But what there isn't is a lot of new material. I'm, I've been looking through like the library and I made like a list of stuff I want to like go back to. But I'm like, oh, all the stuff I want to watch is like stuff that already existed. I've already seen it. Or yeah. it was a show I missed when I was a kid or, you know, when I didn't have access to this stuff. But there's not a lot of new stuff, you know? It's like, unless... Well, there's a bunch of originals, and I think they're going to be pushing that. But, yeah, like, um, like DuckTales is on, is on now, but they have the first two seasons. I think they're in season three now. Right. It's not an app like Hulu where it's like, hey, this was on the Disney Channel last week. Here it is on the app. Right. I think they're keeping that separate, and they're mostly going into the vaults and there are a lot of things that i look for i'm like oh that's not here that's yeah things that seemed obvious that would be on there i was like oh i'm sure muppets tonight the muppet show from the 90s will be would be here and it's yeah maybe not the original muppet show but Mm -hmm. no it's not yeah it's weird to see what's what is and what isn't i know i've heard three three things i've heard from other people about is the first is that if not everything they show is on there like somebody went to go watch Beauty and the Beast, the live action, and it said not available yet until because it's under contract. Okay, yeah, the animated one streaming is on there. company, right? Then I've heard that a lot they, of things are on Netflix. Like, there's an article out now that said when uh, that gave dates for the rest of Marvel when and it'll Star Wars over. Yeah, because Netflix still has Ant Man and the Wasp and right. Thor Ragnarok and Infinity War, so uh, those are not on. The Disney app, but they, they gave will dates. as soon as those uh, the contracts the timeline runs out on it. Right. The other thing I've heard is that they've uh, there's episodes of The Simpsons that aren't included because well of, the Michael Jackson one is not included right because uh, they decided a, not to have Michael Jackson on the show anymore. Which which again is like frustrating because it's like I think they should still have the full have all the episodes, but maybe have like a disclaimer before it. They do have disclaimers on some of the old stuff. And like, that's what I've heard. Like is Dumbo that... of like, these are, they have culturally outdated references. Yes. Me basically being like, this is a racist cartoon here. Yeah. It you wasn't know? racist when we made it, but yeah. now it's pretty racist. So I, uh, yeah, there are things. I mean, interesting. I have to, yeah, I've come to the conclusion of this with Netflix and I'm thinking about this with Disney plus is, they like Netflix. I think there will be adding things as it goes on. It's not just going to be, hey, here's everything we have and we're going to make stuff and put stuff on here. I think, you know, in six months, you might see Muppets Tonight. You might see the Ewok uh, animated series. You might see droids. Uh, you might see the wonderful world of Disney. But I also think stuff is going to drop off too. Oh, you, know, you think they pull stuff? I don't think everything's going to be on there forever. Yeah, that's I mean, interesting. You think about the days of VHS and DVD. Disney used to put things in the vault. They used to put out Cinderella for like a year. And then when the sales would dip, they would take it away and be gone for seven years. There's a section on Disney Plus that says from the vault. Mm-hmm. And it's all, all of the classic Disney films. I don't think things are going to stay there forever. I think it's going to be like Netflix. Here's what's coming in. Here's what's going out. Well, it's weird because Netflix does that because they 
sign stuff to the contract for a certain a specific amount of time and then they that stuff expires and they lose the licenses to uh, stream this stuff disney owns all this stuff there'd be what's the reasoning for not just having a massive library to build up demand i mean what's the reason for not having stuff they already own yeah so i think i think there's only so much server space is that it? If there's like a space limit to it? I just don't understand. Yeah, well, how it all works. these files have to be stored, right? And they have to be stored on a server that can handle the traffic, right? And that's what happened in the week. I mean, I there were plenty of we can't connect to that. That's not available. Yeah. You and I watched the second episode of The Mandalorian, which came out Friday night, right? And it didn't let us for a second. And then I clicked again, and it did. So I'm sure they're adding servers left and right. But Disney also knows. That part of what makes their IP valuable is uh, to leave you wanting more. Right. So, it, you know, we'll probably never see the Star Wars Holiday Special on there because I think even Disney's not interested. Nothing is going to be a complete repository. I think if you want a complete repository... It's like you, you have to build it yourself. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to buy things on iTunes. Certainly not as much as I was. Right. And iTunes you know, just last week split into, uh, died and went into TV and podcast and music, but you can still buy stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to do that for things that I really care about. Like when, um, well, I'm caught up right now, but say when rise of Skywalker comes out on iTunes, I'll probably buy it. Yeah. Uh, even though I know Disney plus will get to it, yeah, you know, just to have it in case they inevitably. Yeah. Partially is I want to see it. Now that it's out, I don't want to wait a year for it. But then another part of it is I want to see it when you drop it. You know, and there are things like I noticed. uh, So Disney owns Fox. The only Fox property on the app right now is The Simpsons. Yeah. There are no X-Men movies. Well, see, that's the thing is we talked last week about Cosmos and Cosmos was put on Fox. And then the new episodes that are coming out in March, I think it's a National Geographic. And I'm like, oh, National Geographic's on the Disney app. So I went looking under the National Geographic tab for Cosmos, thinking they'd have season one, and they don't. Right. And remember, just because something airs on a Disney network doesn't mean right. Disney owns it. Right. You know, uh, Batman the Animated Series aired on Fox. Fox never owned it. Right. You know, yeah. Warner Brothers always owned it. So the fact that it's on a network doesn't mean it's part of their property. And that's where we are in the streaming wars now. I mean, we were talking about NBC is starting their own streaming app. I have zero interest in signing up for something like that. <laughs> I think that. you and everybody else. What the fuck are they going to have? Yeah, but because of that, they're pulling Cheers. They're pulling Frasier. They're pulling 30 Rock. Oh, they're right, pulling the Office. The Office, Parks and Rec. Okay, they're so they pu- will have actual content. Yeah, but they're putting it on their own app. Yeah, that's frustrating. So uh, things are going to move around. But with Disney+, Plus, there has been... Nothing this big. One and one of my fa- my favorite thing that happened this week was that uh, the version of Star Wars: A New Hope has been altered once again on the Disney Plus app. It's different. Yeah, you haven't seen. No. I posted about this. Uh, it went viral. What is crazy to me is it went viral within two hours of the app launching, which means to me that like a thousand people launched the app. Signed in, and the first thing they did was, I'm going to watch the original Star Wars again. Yeah. I'm like, really? The Mandalorian? Right. You've never seen. Yeah. But Star Wars, you're watching again. So uh, the story is George Lucas changed the handshot first scene again. Oh, my God. Why would they let him? 
Well, he did it before he sold sold it to Disney, and 20th Century Fox never put it out. Now, I think we talked about this around the time that Disney bought Lucasfilm, because everybody was saying, oh, yeah, you're going to put out Blu-rays of the original cuts of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do the special editions. And Disney looked at the marketplace and said, you know what? 20th Century Fox has millions of these discs on at Best Buy and Target. If we put out a DVD, it's probably not going to sell. Because it's going to be in competition with the, the title that's already out there. So they just never, Disney has never put the original trilogy out on disc. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you can buy it on disc today, but I think you're still getting it from 20th Century Fox. Yeah. There's that many copies of it out there. So no one knew that there was yet another cut of Star Wars, but Disney had it in their vault. So when they opened Disney Plus, they put the most up-to-date versions of Star Wars on there, and there was another cut of that, and people didn't know it until they were watching Star Wars, and they're like, wait a minute, this is new. And what is new is hilarious. Not in a good way, it doesn't sound like. I don't know, I kind of enjoy it. Uh... (laughs) So, um, it's on the Facebook page if you go, but I will describe it to you. Yes, please do. So, as you know, the original cut of Star Wars... um, the uh, Han Solo says, "Yeah, I bet you have." And then there's an explosion, and Greedo drops dead. Yeah, and you you realize that Han shot that first. Han shot Greedo. So then, when the special editions happened in the '90s, um, Lucas decided that was too mean for Han Solo. Yeah, he was be. like, "It's too dark for the character," and it's like, "Yeah, he's <laughs> Greedo's like, a scumbag." Right, and he he didn't want Han Solo to be a murderer. And wh- what I believe, and what most fans believe, is. No, he was totally a murderer. So is Luke and Skywalker. Luke Skywalker kills millions of people on the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's Yeah, like, there's a lot. Everybody's on. killing people in stores, but also Han Solo softens over those three movies. Right. Han Solo's not the same character in Jedi that he is in Star Wars, and that shows that. But Lucas didn't like that. So, so in the special edition, there's a wide shot where he just shoves Han Solo to the side and Greedo shoots the wall. Yeah. And then Han Solo shoots Greedo. That was a huge controversy at the time. That started Han shot first. Yeah. There's a, a great podcast called Comedy Film Nerds I listen to all the time. That is still their sign-off to, these, to this day. Han, sh- Han, Han shot, shot first. first. Wow. Uh, it's a great podcast, by the way, if you want to hear them talk about new releases every week. So... People were mad at that, and then when the Blu-rays came out, they cut the frames a little tighter, so it didn't look like Greedo shot the wall and waited to get shot, yeah. which is how it looked. So now, this now there's a new shot, which makes the, it go even faster, but it's Greedo saying an alien curse to Han. Okay. So in the original, in the in all of the other cuts, the line is uh, the final line. Uh, Greedo says, I've been looking forward to this for a long time in the subtitles, but he's speaking in hoodies. Yeah. And Han says, yeah, I bet you have. And then there's the shot. That's always happened. Now, Greedo says, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Han Solo says, yes, I bet you have. And then Greedo, in a voice that is clearly not the original Greedo, and a shot that is just, uh, it's a close-up of Greedo, he goes, my clunky. My clunky, my clunky. Uh huh. And then the shot happens. That's dumb. Yeah. 
So uh, there is no subtitle for McClunky. Right. Everything Greedo says has a subtitle except McClunky. That's so stupid. Why? Why does it need tinkering? Leave it alone. Yeah. Well, now uh, he doesn't own it anymore, so this is probably the final cut. Thank God. But we've been obsessed with McClunky all week. McClunky went McClunky. viral. That's Hashtag great. McClunky's out there. People were cutting McClunky into every single Star Wars movie. Somebody found in Phantom Menace that it sounds like Sebulba says McClunky. Mm-hmm. So so the thought is it's some kind it's of like word. It's like a dirty word. It's like a dirty word yeah, okay. that, that already existed. But it it sounds like a cop on Car 54. Where are you? McClunky. McClunky. <laughs> Reported. Uh, yeah, I posted McClunky, private eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb. It's so dumb. It's but It's so dumb. But it's hilarious. And, and fans are mostly going... All right, if this is the last cut, I can live with McClunky. McClunky's funny. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's like uh, something's wrong with George Lucas. I know, and they're never going. And Disney Disney didn't see the point in doing uh, a remastered of the original 77 cut because George Lucas remastered the 77 cut but then put in the new stuff. So there's no, there's no version of the 77 cut which is remastered. Yeah. And it costs a lot to remaster. I honestly, uh, I've probably never seen... The original Star Wars. Wow, you know the DVDs. Uh, you have them at Target. They were at Target. The special editions had the original cuts as bonus features. Yeah, and they were not anamorphic. They were not high def. Right. They were like just straight up SD DVD cuts. But if you wanted to see, you could. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason I learned about that it was like ten years ago. Um. Oh my god, I might not even own them anymore because I lent them to somebody I used to work with and neither of us work at that company. Nah, that's it. So they Those may be gone. gone. But uh, 10 years ago, I think I've talked about this, is I did a Star Wars campaign for Verizon when I was working on Verizon Droid. And that's how I met Anthony Daniels and worked with Anthony Daniels and it was one of the best experiences of my career. But one of the clues we did for this contest was the clue was going to be a timestamp is if you had to put in the hour, the minute, and the second that a certain line was said in Empire Strikes Back. Okay. And then you put that into the website, and that unlocked it. So I did the research, and I pulled it up, and I found it on the DVD, and I sent it in. And then my creative director went, hey, that was the original cut, right? And I was like, no, it's a special edition. I only have the special edition. He's like, yeah, they're they're not going to accept the special edition. So uh, I was working from home then, jumped in the car, drove to Target, and got that version of the DVD pulled it up and it was like two, three minutes off. Oh wow. So there are different run times because of the extra footage. Yeah. Stuff. It makes sense. But that's funny that you've never seen it because yeah. that's the way when, I saw it until an, I was an adult. When we got Star Wars, um, we bought the re releases of them and that's what we watched and uh, we knew all about like this isn't that they changed all this stuff and it's clearly apparent that the the Han Solo like shooting scene is edited in the yeah. thing. It's you're just kinda like, what the fuck? It's yeah. just like it was. It's just about the odd choices. Yeah, I had the last release of the original trilogy. That was the first time I bought Star Wars. I had them taped off like HBO when I was a kid on a blank tape, and I ran that into the ground. Yeah, and then um, in college, I got like a box set of of the three of them. I think for Christmas. Yeah, but then I bought this special editions on VHS again when that came out and then bought them on DVD when they came out and then bought them on Blu-ray when they came out and then bought the iTunes versions when uh, they had a sale and uh, now they're on Disney plus. But, and that's the thing is even though you buy something online or, 
or you know it's streaming online, you never really know what it is because they can just change it. Right. All, all you really buy when you buy things on iTunes is you're buying a license to watch that. You're ba- basically paying your money for something on iTunes means you're given permission to access it in the cloud and to download it to a device. Right. That's it. You don't actually own it in the way that you owned a disc. So something like uh, like Star Trek on Netflix, they made no announcement, but we talked about this last week when we were talking about Deep Space Nine. They spent all this money to remaster Star Trek and Next Generation. Uh, they upgraded those on... Uh, Netflix and Hulu and CBS Star Trek's on almost every platform, but they didn't. They didn't say anything. Yeah, they just did one it. day. One day you were looking at the SD version of Next Generation. The next day you were looking at the HD mm-hmm. because they're they're loading their file into their server, and you're just connecting to it online. Yeah. So if they want to, if if Disney decided they wanted to put the 77 cuts on there, they could do it tomorrow. Right. And I mean, they wouldn't just... be high def as we said, sure. so they probably won't. But they don't even have to tell you. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess I just, it never occurred to me that they'd have another round of Star Wars movies. So is the whole trilogy new or just the first one? Um, apparently, that's the only change people have found since oh. the Blu rays. Okay. So, and by this point, a weekend or whatever it is, everyone, everything's and, been looked at. Yeah. And George Lucas no longer owns Star Wars, so he can't do it anymore. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so, Taken away from him. <laughs> and I, and I don't see any reason why Disney would want yet another version of these mm, movies no. out. I'm sure they would have preferred it if there was only the one. Yeah. Because it's confusing. I mean, special editions were very exciting when they came out. Like, it, for the most part, it was just so much fun to go to the movies and see Star Wars again. There was no talk of the prequels yet. Uh, we hadn't seen them in widescreen. Like I said, the VHS versions I bought were all a 3x4. They, right. uh, they were all chopped off for the TV screen. So it was a great experience to do. To do. And unfortunately, uh, special editions, it was mostly an excuse for George to go, oh, let me try CG in Star Wars. And then he was happy with it. And then he was like, all right, Phantom Menace is going to be full of CG. Right. And he got two. Uh, yeah. The problem is that, that CG, too far. the CG in those movies has not aged well. No. And I, I it's always tricky because it's like hindsight. I'm sure when I saw those movies originally, I'm like, well, they look great. But it's like, yeah, those early CG effects from like the early 2000s, it, and this it, is the late '90s. It's even like it's er, even earlier. It's only a couple of years after Jurassic Park. Right. It's not even. It's not even the it, Matrix yet. It much less even Lord of the Rings. As good as Jurassic Park, right? And that and that's the problem was that George was like, "I'm going to put these new CG effects in because this looks dated, like it's from the '70s." But now you watch it, it looks like it's dated from the '90s. Yeah, I'd rather it was dated from the '70s because that's when they were actually made. Right. But this is all preamble because I I'm sure if the you're real listening to potatoes, yeah, why to watch Disney Plus? Assuming you haven't gotten it, and if you haven't gotten it, just go get it because um, it's seventy bucks for the year, uh, without a sale. Yeah, it's absolutely worth your time. It loads really quickly. You can get to what you want. You can build your watch lists. Um, I built. My watch list has like the 1981 Spider-Man, which doesn't have as, as amazing friends. I put Star Wars Rebels because a lot of people, like Scott Barron, said it was great, mm. but I never could see the whole thing. Yeah, um, Gargoyles, I'd only seen a couple, so I put that on. Duck Tales, I've only seen a couple, so I put that on. Um, but the real reason that anybody's signing up for Disney Plus is are the original programs. Yeah, and I think arguably their flagship title is the 
uh, Mandalorian. Right. Well, especially because none of the Marvels are ready to go yet. Right. So there are really... There's a few movies out there. There's a live-action Lady of the Tramp, which people say is okay. There's uh, there's a Christmas movie called Noel that has Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader that people like. It's not that great. So a lot of the features right now, it looks like Disney w- was looking at them and they were like, eh, it's eh, probably not worth putting in it's the like theater. It's like filler. Yeah, it was probably stuff that was going to go in the theater and they didn't think was going to do that yes, well. It's like, let's beef up our app a little bit. Yeah, and that, you know, that was been the rumor about New Mutants because New Mutants... Disney owns that now. Yeah, and they probably don't want to release it, but they if they threw it on the Dump app, but on the app, people everybody. Watch it. Would, yeah, I would watch New Mutants that opening night just yeah. out of curiosity. I don't think I'd go. So most of the films right now are kind of like, all right, this stuff we had in the can. Yeah. Um, the big thing are there are there are two major shows. We know there's like nine Marvel yeah, shows coming. coming. There's two Star Wars shows coming, but right now we have two episodes of The Mandalorian. That's the big show. That Yeah, currently at the moment, that's going to be their biggest show. I mean, it has to be. It's right. certainly, the, uh, the budget for this thing is incredible. Right, and they launched the first episode Tuesday when the app launched. Yeah. And then I didn't realize this till very late because I watched it after midnight last night. Um, the second episode came out Friday. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming episodes will be on Fridays yeah, for the duration of the seasons. But now we've seen two of them. Um, yes. What do you think? We're going to spoil. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoilers for the um, first two episodes, um, well, which is, is beginning a season. So there's not a ton of spoilers because most of the revelations, I think, are going to come yeah. in future episodes. Oh, and by the way, I, I'm finding it refreshing that I can't watch the season. I'm actually fine with it. I was talking to a buddy of mine at work, and he's like, oh, I just want control over it. I want to be able to watch as much as I want. I don't want to have to wait. And I'm like, I actually don't mind waiting. If I have access to all the episodes, I have no self-control. I'll stay up till 3 in the morning watching this crap, and it's like, I've got to go to work. I've got things to do. I can't be doing that. It's like, I kind of like the steady... It's And then it's something to look forward to. It's like, oh, cool, another episode's right. going to come out. You you have time to um, ingest the episodes instead of... And I mentioned this la- last week, but I'm noticing that when I when I can binge a show, I'll binge a show in a weekend. Yeah. And I'll take two days to watch it. But because I'm watching it so fast, I don't have time to think about it. And I'm just like, oh, the next one, the next one, the next right. one. I'm not remembering much from these shows that I'm binging. Because they're flying through it so fast. Yeah, with The Mandalorian now, I've seen both episodes twice, mm-hmm. um, especially because it's new and I'll watch it right away and then somebody hasn't seen it and I'm like well I'll watch it again with you and then I but now I'm thinking about it more yeah and now we have another week until the third one comes out which means that's seven days of going well what's gonna happen with this and what's gonna happen and you know what my favorite part of that episode was this and when you watch 10 of them you can't do that anymore you just have this blur of here's who the characters were and this is what the premise was yeah and I like the tone of this right um yeah I watched um it was the first thing I wanted to watch because uh, the, the trailer looks so good. Um, and I was very curious to kind of see what they were going to do. And I was I watched the opening. And after the opening, it goes it does the credits or whatever. Yeah. Or the, which is just a title. Yeah, just a yeah, title they, card, they, which is cool. There are no credits in the beginning. It's um, all at the end. I was watching the opening. I'm like, oh, this is a Western. Yeah. It's a space Western. And uh, I really, really liked it. Um, it's kind of like um, this is... Uh, what I didn't know I was waiting for somebody to do with Star Wars was set a story in Star Wars that has nothing to do with Skywalkers or Death Stars. 
it's like uh it's uh i'm loving it yeah i me too i don't think i've enjoyed a new star new star wars content as much as this maybe i, I mean honestly this sounds like a crazy buildup, but maybe since empire strikes back i mm. like force awakens was a lot of fun and it reminded yeah. me of oh we can still do why people like star wars right this show felt like it made me feel like I was nine years old and playing with Kenner figures again. Yeah. And like literally there are action set pieces in this that I'm like, yeah, that's what I would, that's what I would have done behind my couch. I would have had Boba Fett and IG-88 shoot a bunch of bounty hunters. I would have had Boba Fett fight Chawas on a sand crawler. Well, that's the biggest thing I got from this show is the Mandalorian is the badass. Every idiot's been pretending Boba Fett is for the last seven yes! years. Because Boba Fett's a tool. He's just some guy that Darth Vader singles out in a crowd. Don't blow people up. And then he gets eaten by like a sand vagina monster. Yep. Han Solo, blind, kills oh, him. Yeah. He's a sand... Uh, let's be clear. It's a sand vagina monster in the original edition. It's a sand penis yes, in the special that's edition. true. I remember that disgusting thing. Yeah, Boba Fett's a suit. It's a cool yeah, looking he, suit. He looks cool. That's he doesn't do anything cool in the whole trilogy right. of Star Wars. And people were like, "Oh, I bet the Mandalorian's going to be revealed to be Boba Fett." No, come on. And it's no, it's a new character. Yeah. Pedro Pascal, who plays the Mandalorian, has already said it's a new character. And yeah, he, it's a blank slate. Boba Fett. Everybody's decided Boba Fett's the badass. That if this was the Boba Fett show, half of the fan base would be like, "Boba Fett wouldn't do that." Right. Boba Fett never did. Anything. anything he got killed he got killed that's all he did and he yeah. screamed like a bitch doing it yeah hate on me boba fett fans Django fett did more than yeah. boba fett yeah and nobody even talks about Django fett right. anymore um so Although that was a weird thing in the beginning of the first episode when he takes the he takes the bounty in and he's on the ship and by the way that guy's horatio sands the blue alien with the fish gills yeah and bill burr's in this yeah, Bill Burr's in the trailer. We haven't seen him yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Brian Pasane is in the first episode. There's a bunch yeah, of comedians. Brian Pasane? Brian Pasane is the landspeeder taxi driver. Oh, okay. And that cool. drives him over the ice. Yeah. And he posted on Instagram because, you know, he's a huge nerd. I actually ran into him at San Diego. Okay. Uh, tried to get him to talk to me. That didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he's a big, big Star Wars geek. Yeah. So he was like, I'm finally part of Star Wars. That's cool. So it does have this kind of... Uh, this comedy. Well, I think John Favreau's a massive Star Wars nerd, so I think this is kind of yeah, like Favreau. Yes, make my dreams and all my goofy friends' dreams come true and put them in Star Wars. Right, and Favreau loves comedians. Yeah, and um, Dave Filoni is a big part of this. Who did Clone Wars and Rebels? And people love those shows. I watched Clone Wars for like three seasons, and then I'm like, man, I'm bored. I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah, I never got into it. And Rebels, I'm giving another chance to because. People really love that one. And I watched the first few episodes. I'm like, this is just Clone Wars in a different setting. Right. And dropped it. But now that they're both on Disney Plus, I'll give him another chance. But he directed the first one and he did a great job. And yeah. it's like, maybe I need my Star Wars to be live action. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't really care for like animated Star Wars stuff, but the this live action show I'm really, really digging. Uh, it's really well done. I was a little um I was both impressed with like the 
um, production design and the yeah. effects and stuff. And then some of the effects seem kind of cheesy, though. Well, yeah, I think they're... And I think it's because it's like they've got to kind of be picky and choosy of what they put uh, money towards. Because it's a TV budget. I have, right. was having an argument about uh, someone that I watched the first one with, and I'm like, you can't tell me that's not a movie. It looks exactly like a movie. He's like, no, some of those effects are not movie effects. And yeah. he's like, some of the camera moves are pretty stock TV and I'm like, all right, you do have a point, but it does look great. It, yeah, I think that's the thing is it's it's a higher level than what I think a typical TV budget would be, obviously, right. because you have to create everything from scratch. Um, I think it's, it's a higher budget level than like Game of Thrones. Um, I, I mean, it's certainly higher. It's definitely comparable or, yeah, it may be higher. It's yeah. just, but it is it's below, certainly beyond like it's below like the Force Awakens. I'd say though the effects aren't as crisp yeah. as like Endgame effects, you know. And that's um, why I'm so excited about Mar the Marvel properties because you know I believe Loki's the first one, or Captain America and Winter Soldier's the first one. Yeah, I just saw too that you know it's um, you know it's Zemo's gonna, gonna be in it, and yep. he's gonna wear a fucking purple mask. Yeah, he's gonna. Yep. <laughs> I'm so excited. They're, they there is a documentary. Yes, that and, I watched, too. and it drops a few things, and there's like. They drop some more uh, cast, like Kat Dennings is coming back for one. Yeah, she's Catherine be... Hahn, who I really like. She was on Parks and Rec. She does a lot of bit parts, and she has an HBO show now. She's on WandaVision as, like, their neighbor. Yeah. Um, they're really building that out. But you know when you see these, it's going to be so far beyond Daredevil. Yeah, I think that's what's going to be really interesting is I'm very excited for the Marvel stuff, but even if none of that stuff was coming... Um, I'm so uh like thrilled with this like Mandalorian show, and I so good. Yeah, I it's like I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, it's so good. It's like, but it's like it's really good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm but, like, but the, I really dig it. Like, like I was saying, the uh, movie I've enjoyed the most as an adult is Force Awakens, and then I liked all the other movies, but. The Mandalorian is what I thought Star Wars stories were going to be. Mandalorian is what I thought Rogue One was going to be. Mm. It's what I thought Solo was going to be. I'm like, yeah, I don't want the Empire. I don't want Jedis. Right. I don't want the Force. I was like, just show me. There's so many different things in this universe. Let's just go over here. Not everything has to be this story. And like in Rogue One, and Rogue One... I think is an interesting movie. Some people really like it. Some people really hate it. Yeah, it's it's what it, yeah, it definitely falls into like this weird category of Star Wars films. I liked it. I maybe saw it twice. It was entertaining. Yeah, I don't I think it's like a it. bad movie. I own it and I haven't watched it very much. Yeah, it's not like a movie where I'm like dying to watch it again. It's like I saw it once, the murder robot and it's funny. And um, and he's getting a show, so Kit that the robot is KTSO is getting K his own show. KTSO and Cassian Andor are they're aren't the, they dead? It's going to be a prequel to Rogue One. Oh. It's a show just about the two of them in their ship. Okay. So after the Mandalorian season one, that's the next show, and then the Obi Wan, and then Obi Wan. But they've already announced that Mandalorian season two is in production. Yeah, I'd be curious, and they don't probably release this data, but I'm sure the numbers for the Mandalorian were bananas. Mandalorian crashed a lot. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I when we launched the app just to see if it worked. And installed everything. I tried the Mandalorian. Mandalorian didn't work. And and so Ben was with me, and I'm like, well, pick something. And he picked a Simpsons, and Simpsons loaded right away. Yeah. Which tells me, all right, Everyone was watching the traffic the is going there. Yeah. yeah. Although uh, I was kind of annoyed that he picked Simpsons because I was like, the Simpsons was on the FX app yesterday. Right, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you pick something you weren't able to see? It really went that see? quick. It just, they just unplugged it. Yeah. It was on FX one day it and just moved Disney over. app it on the next. It just moved over. Mm. Yeah. The 
but most things are loading pretty quickly. Yeah, and I, I had I'm some finding... issues, but nothing crazy. And I noticed it's like, oh, it's eight o'clock at night. It's a little punchier now because everyone's home from work. Everyone wants to watch it. And Disney admitted they didn't expect this this many subscribers. They, Which they is said crazy. They said they were projecting about six million, and they got ten the first yeah. week. And I'll, we'll have to look and see if it's grown. To yeah, sixty well, seems high. So I talked to my brother about it, and he follows all this stuff, and he's really into it. And he actually doesn't like Star Wars, but he loves The Mandalorian. He's like, this huh. show's great. And he was—he told me today that he, he said it's sixty million people watching it, which is half of what HBO Go has now. Wow! So to be halfway to what HBO is, and this thing hasn't even been out a week, is to me seems insane. Well, and HBO Go is honestly it is just repurposing what's on the channel right now. Right. They don't have any originals, but HBO has announced they're doing HBO Max, and that is going to have originals. They said Sesame Street is going to move to that. Mm. I think they still have the deal where nine months later it shows up on PBS. Yeah, but. Uh, they're going to premiere on HBO Max. They're also buying a lot of the Warner Brothers stuff. and Because uh, HBO is part of Time Warner. Friends is going over there. So Friends is the one thing not going to the NBC app when it leaves Netflix. And Seinfeld, actually, Netflix bought from Hulu. Hmm. So there is a huge, huge market for these old shows. Even though what, what they This was the same thing with cable channels back in the day and still is. Is... Every time a cable channel launched, they were like, we're going to show reruns of all this stuff that you haven't seen before. Like when Cartoon Network started, it was, we have the Hanna-Barbera vaults. And it was like, you know what you haven't seen in a long time? Huckleberry Hound. Well, yeah. we're going to show Huckleberry Hound all the time. And you haven't seen Super Friends. And here's Super Friends. And here's the Flintstones. And uh, that's cool for like a year or two. And then a couple of years later, they're like, hey, we made our own show. It's called Space Coast Coast to Coast. Right. Now you turn... And then it got to the point where you turn on Cartoon Network and there was nothing on there that Cartoon Network didn't make. Right. It's like they put all the Maybe some, stuff to like Boomerang or whatever. They created a second channel yeah. for that. And that tends to be the arc of these. Com- when Comedy Central started, it was, first it was nothing but stand-up clips and Mystery Science Theater. And they would just set up, they'd set up one camera in Caroline's, get a comedians to sign like waivers. Yeah. And then they would just be like, Hey, here's five minutes of Ray Romano. Right. Here's this guy. Yeah. And then Mystery Science Theater was their first show that did something. Now you look at Comedy Central and everything is original. And that's the way they work. And that's the way that these streaming apps are going to work now. Netflix, yeah, there's tons and tons of movies and, and television shows you grew up with on Netflix. But they don't care about those. They don't talk about those. Right. But they did pay an ass load of money to keep friends for one more year yeah and they paid an ass load of money to get seinfeld away from hulu because they can promote their shows as part of their brand and it's also you can't get this anywhere else do you want to watch orange is the new black you have no choice but to sign up for netflix Mm -hmm. um some shows maybe you could buy like daredevil the seasons were available on itunes but they're not going to stream on anything else um i doubt they'll ever stream on disney plus like Netflix. It'll just always have, you know, it'll always be on Netflix. Yeah, the one thing Netflix has never dropped is their own stuff. Because they created it, yeah. Yeah, even, you know, stuff that bombed, you can go and watch. But uh, but they still, most people will still go on and be like, I want to watch Friends. And there's always these articles every single time uh, that are like, hey, 30 Rock is leaving Netflix. People go berserk. Yeah, it's. I think people get so accustomed to having it. The big one I remember hearing about was when The Office was going to leave Netflix and everyone was kind of 
crazy about it. And it is. It's going to NBC. Right. And it's, um, yeah, I don't know what it is. I think it's, a, a maybe people don't realize, or I, mean, I might be off base about this, but it seems that maybe people are using Netflix or Hulu or some of these platforms to just like kind of play the office in the background of your life, like constantly. Yeah, I'm sure they did. You I know, mean, like uh, yeah, Robert, the apartment or whatever. You know Robert what I mean? De Niro's assistant got fired for watching like 750 right, hours yeah. of Friends. Yeah, but what I don't get is, and Granted, I I have the collecting bug and I'm still locked into that. And I'm like, you know what? The Office was $30 for the complete series Mm. on iTunes last week. I'm like, if you love The Office that much and you're going to miss it that much, pay the 30 bucks and you have it forever. Yeah. You know, I I just bought uh, last week, I bought the complete Next Generation in HD on iTunes because it like was 20 bucks off had a couple of drinks so a friend of mine and i was feeling good yeah (laughs) so i didn't feel like budgeting yeah but i knew it was on cbs i knew it was on netflix i i believe it's on hulu it's on it's on amazon prime i know i can get it but someday i'm not gonna be able to get it there if i buy it i got it right uh although who knows in the terms and conditions that i said okay to when i signed in for to the itunes store they could probably say, hey, we can stop this whenever we want it. Yeah, they own you now. Amazon's done that with Kindle. Amazon's like paid people back for books that they took off oh, the wow. store. And they deleted them from everybody's device and then they gave them like their 99 cents back. That That is a risk we're taking. Yeah. But it's more insurance to buy it and keep it in your own cloud on, say, Amazon Prime or Vudu. Than it is to be like Netflix took this away. Yeah, you don't it's have available. Any, you don't have any rights on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely uh, been kind of the landscape of these streaming things have definitely been transformed. I think this is like uh, the big heavy getting into the ring. You know, is like this is this. I think is the most significant launch of a platform. As this, as yeah, we were saying, when definitely. Ne- Netflix built itself into something. Right. Disney was. All like, of the groundwork had been made, and all of the content everybody wanted, they already owned. Yeah, it's kind of remarkable. Yeah, ju- um, just the fact. I mean, they could have launched with a fifth of this, and it w- it would have been worth it if they had just the Star Wars movies and not the shows. If they had just the new Marvel movies and not the old animated series. Yeah, because I think a lot of that old stuff is like some of that stuff isn't like great, you know. No, but it makes it more complete. It does. It's like I do like going and looking and seeing. Oh, I've never seen this. Yeah, I've never you know, seen it's this. not great that they have that no one's ever had before. The Silver Surfer animated series. Yeah, I saw they they have the Avengers from the nineties. Yep, United We Stand, and I'm like, I never really saw this. I'm gonna check this I'm, out. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> you know. know? I How watched, bad was this show that only lasted a half a season? I remember watching The Silver Surfer on Fox, and it was at the point where they had run out of all of their properties. Because in the 90s, they made an animated series from everyone. Except the Avengers. They did. They made United We They Stand. That was later, though, I thought. It's I, 90s. Mm, still, It's later 90s, yeah, but it's still it 90s. still counts. Yeah, with, with Marvel, uh, X-Men starts in 92. Then it is Spider-Man in 94. Then Fantastic Four and Iron Man show up in 95. And then um, Hulk is like 96. Mm. And 
Silver Surfer is like 98. Silver Surfer is like same time as like Spider-Man Unlimited. Yeah. When he went to that alternate reality. It, like the, uh, maybe it was a high evolutionary. It was like the earth on the other side of the sun. Yes, it was. And there's a bunch of animal guys running around. It's really It's so weird. weird. It's But so then like Venom weird. and Carnage are also there. Yeah. It's, it's so bizarre. It was so bizarre. But through the 90s, they just kept making them. Yeah. Uh you know, it was, a weird it, it was hard to point out something we didn't get. We didn't get a, a Ghost Rider show. And he I, was in um, the Hulk, though. Yeah. So I mean, that's he's the other in a thing Fantastic is, Four too. Yeah. They they used pretty much the entire Marvel universe th- throughout the shows, even in just like weird cameos. And it's when Toy Biz was pumping out the figures, yeah, and Toy Biz had everybody. a line for every. Toys Toy Biz had a Ghost Rider line. Right. You yeah. know, they had an X Men twenty ninety nine line. <laughs> yeah. They had an Alpha Flight line. That's crazy. Um, you know, the Amazon Alpha Flight box set just came out. I got it last night. It's I've got dope. a full Marvel Legends Alpha Flight. They're C-listers. I don't really care, but I'm so glad they're here. Yeah, it's great. It's good to see them. I like Alpha Flight. <clears throat> yeah. The, uh, but those kind of shows are on Disney+. Plus. Like, you can watch... You can watch Avengers United States. Fantastic Four and Iron Man are on there. Yeah, and that same thing. I've only ever caught like episodes here and there of that shows. Fantastic Four season one is one of the worst things you'll ever see. Yeah. Season two is really good. Yeah. Season two is like the animation is a little better than X-Men and Spider-Man. And every episode is either an adaptation of a Lee and Kirby story or a John Byrne story. Mm. It's like you want to see. They did Malice. They did Nova. Wow. They like there's full episodes there's of that. There's good stuff in there. That stuff is good. And it's easy to tell because the second season has a totally different opening. The first season has the worst theme song you've ever heard. Yeah, that I have seen because um On an out of space adventure. Hard to avoid. I bought the DVDs because that second se- season, season was good. Was great. Yeah. And the second uh, the second series is just kind of like like big marching music, but they sh- they reenact like all of the classic covers of Fantastic Four. Right, like they show the Inhumans and they fight the Super Adaptoid, and then at the end, like the thing throws this giant coin yeah. in the air and it smashes down and it's a four. Those those episodes are good. I mean, they're dated in their nineties, but they're I if you put them at the level of X Men and Spider Man, right? They they hold their own. They're really fun. I would watch those before anything. Iron Man's kind of. Yeah, I was flipping through it. I saw like the little what do you call it? thumbnails for the different episodes. Yeah, and Hawkeye shows up in the Iron Man show, and I'm like, oh, I remember they had a Hawkeye figure. It that was I kind wanted. of an Avengers show in the first it was season. Force works. It was Force Works. Yeah. It was, and they put all the figures in that. And then the second season, he changes his armor, and it's just Iron Man. But they do like armor wars, and right. They, I think he might fight Doctor Doom. He fights the Beetle in it. Yeah. Yeah. And Beatles the Beetle has a Liverpool accent. Yeah, why He's not? He's like, I'm the Beetle. Yeah. <laughs> like, hell yes, you are. Yes, you are a Beetle. But uh, we would be remiss. Um, is there anything else we should say about The Mandalorian other than it's great, go watch yeah, it. it? Yeah, it's definitely... Oh, I will say there's stuff in it that I really appreciate that they do. Um, uh, he, I was like, a big thing is like, just leave this guy's helmet on. Yeah. Although that... Did bother me. I started talking about it before. Is that uh, Horatio Sensor? Is it true you guys never take your helmet off? And I was like, Django Fett took his helmet off all the time. Yeah, it was hard to get Django Fett to put his helmet on. Yeah, so I'm like, no, that's not true. That's not true. And I was talking to somebody, and they're like, yeah, that just says that nobody knows anything about the Mandalorian. So I'm like, yeah, but that seems to set it up because he doesn't take his helmet off. Right. And. 
Django Fett, like, I immediately posted a gif of um, when Samuel Jackson shows up in Attack of the Clones, this part is over. Yeah. He, like, puts a lightsaber to Django Fett's neck. Tamara Morrison, mm. not wearing a helmet. Nope. Um, so, yeah, I, so I don't know. I, I think it's, like, uh, it's really good. I I'm, I couldn't... Uh, uh, it, it's yeah. not perfect, but it's really, really, really good. It, I am thoroughly enjoying it. It's and... the most I've enjoyed a Star Wars I, I think it might be my favorite, and it's rough because there's only like 70 minutes of it, but it's like, I yep. think I like this better than any of the new like movies. I do, and uh, I was really glad to watch the second episode because a pilot can be great, but the second episode tells you what the show's going to be. Right. Because the second episode, the pilot usually has a big budget, they're pitching it to the network, they're putting all their big stuff in it, they're trying to hook the audience. But the second episode is like, we got 10 more of these, so yeah. we're going to parse this it's out. It's going to look like this. Yeah, because I remember Ash vs. Evil Dead, which I loved. Uh, the first episode is like an hour long, and Sam Raimi directed it. So yeah, it's Evil Dead 4. The second episode is the beginning of that show. And that was a great show. Right. But I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to lower my expectations from that pilot. Sure. With this show? Nope. I, I think the second episode's just as good as the first. It's a little shorter, but... A little um, shorter. There's I'm le- engaged There's the less characters. Time. Yeah, and it, it's like I, it was like uh, maybe 10 minutes or 15 minutes in the episode before anyone even said anything in English. Pretty much, yeah. And I, I like that. It's second like epi- The second episode, he fights a whole sand crawler full of Jawas. Yeah, it's, it's kind of just like they're doing exactly what you'd want them to do. Yeah, like I, like I was saying, they're doing it's a good what... action figure show. You yes. Know? It's and like an action figure show. Yeah, and that's what, even when I was a kid, playing when I played with Star Wars action figures every day, and then I went to Return of the Jedi, and I'm like, they finally made more Star Wars. I didn't think it was going to feel like me playing with my action figures. Right. But it was like, Mandalorian is every good idea you had with your action figure, where it's like, I'm going to pretend Boba Fett's a new guy. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a different Mandalorian. Like, I used to have the good Stormtrooper, because I thought the Stormtrooper figure was so cool, I just decided... This one, guy's a good guy. Yeah, one of them quit, and is hanging out with Luke and Han, so yeah. he could be a good guy. Uh it has that feeling to it, and I don't know how many episodes there are. I think there's at least eight, but I can't, I can't wait for more. And they already made a Mandalorian action figure in the Star Wars Black Series. You yeah. cannot get him. Yeah, remember when you were like, I don't know if I'm going to get it, and I'm like, you should get it. And then you're like, well, I haven't seen it yet. We don't know if it's good. And yeah, now you're I'll like, tell you exactly what I said. <laughs> yeah. I said, I'll decide if I'm getting it when I've seen it. Yeah. Have I seen it? Yeah. Do I want it now? Yeah. There you go. It's funny that you thought you weren't going to get it, though. <laughs> I was. I said I'm going to wait and see, and I was not wrong. <laughs> you know what? I don't have any Rogue One action figures. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't have said you're going to get a Rogue One action figure. I saw the trailer for this. I'm like, there's no way John's not getting this fucking figure. This guy's great. But I, I, you never know with Star Wars. Yeah. There's been a bunch where I'm like, this is going to be great. And then a minute I'm like, okay. You know, um, I had, I don't know. I mean, Solo, we kept hearing reports and I'm like, I yeah, kept such a every time there was more the news, you lowered your expectations. Um, now this is good. We would be remiss if we finished this show without talking about the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Yes, uh, I watched that as well. And I, there's I, two episodes of that. I watched the second one. Okay, I've only today. seen the first one. I, uh, I, it's exactly the kind of show uh, he should be making. Yeah, it's the like, first one's all about sneakers. Yeah, the second one's all about ice cream. Yeah, so it's just Jeff Goldblum talks about stuff you like. Right. In a very Jeff Goldblum way. Well, it's like, way. I don't really particularly care about sneakers. I was talking to uh, Mar- Marco before 
uh, our schedules didn't line up, so he wasn't able to come out today. But he's he's like really into sneakers. Like, I used to work with a guy who collected sneakers yeah, and I didn't, didn't wear them, kept them in the box, right. and bought the limited edition ones. I didn't realize it was a thing. So it's kind of it's good for two reasons. It's first, it's like the show is kind of like here's what this like whole culture you don't know about. It's very similar to like a comic book culture, I'd say, where it's like conventions. Uh, people are looking for specific things. There's counterfeit versions of those things out there. Right. It's like uh, very reminiscent of like There's a, a high, high-end designer that makes Jeff Goldblum sneakers for him to yeah. specifications. And well, that's what's the real joy of the show is like Jeff Goldblum's like this wholesome little dude that you can just watch do anything. So it's nice that it's just him being like, all right, I'm interested in sneakers. And they're like, well, all right, here's a camera crew to follow you around while you be weird. Yeah, uh, the second one's about ice cream and he does that. He's he just gets, as weird. He gets into an ice cream truck in yeah. Vegas and then he meets Ben and Jerry. Yeah, the <laughs> Ben and Jerry. Yep. And then he has a guy who makes gold bloom ice cream and he puts honey and flowers in it. Yeah. Because it's gold bloom. Yeah. And he gets uh he gets Jeff Goldblum to walk out into the forest and eat some flowers and decide which ones he wants in his ice cream. Hmm. And the the wonderful thing about it, I think which puts it ahead of anything else is everybody by now knows who Jeff Goldblum is. Not just that he's famous. He's been right. he's been famous since the early 80s. But everybody knows the kind of person he is. And in both episodes, every single person he meets is delighted to be to in meet the him, room yeah. with Jeff Goldblum. Whereas if he was just the host of this show. Yeah, you wouldn't care. I tried this other like if he show. he was Guy Fieri, you know? Right. He would be like, oh, hey, welcome. Welcome to my show. This is my restaurant. And... There's people like that on the Food Network all the time. Oh, yeah, here's sure. what we got. Everybody's like, okay, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, whatever you want to do. He go In the second episode, he goes on an aircraft carrier. Yeah. Uh, because they have like an ice cream social on the aircraft carrier. That's awesome. And it's these guys who are like, yes, sir. He's like, we have 600 gallons of ice cream for the aircraft carrier. And he's like, and he's like, he's like, he's like, well, do you like the, do you like the kind with sprinkles in them? And he's like. Yes, I do, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like, like I like, like sprinkles very like much. That kind sir. of like trying not to smile. Yeah. It's every- well, and that's the thing. It's like I wouldn't care about this show at all if it was like the world according to like David Duchovny or somebody else. It's like right. it's nice that it's the guy that is like an internet uh, sensation. Yeah, you know? and, I, and I really feel that Disney's producing a show with him because of Ragnarok. I feel like oh yeah, because I they made so. they made a big movie with him, and they're like yeah, we like him, we can work with him. Oh, so Taika Waititi. Uh, is the robot in the Mandalorian? Yes, and smaller part than I thought so far. Do you think he's coming back? I think he might not be because it's possible he just did it as a favor. I mean, it's a voiceover job, right? Because the robot's totally CG, but you get to see IG88 do things. I mean, you want to talk about Boba Fett not doing anything? Yeah, IG88 is a prop, right? In Empire Strikes Back, yeah. And most, he's not the same robot, is he? No, he's IG eleven. Oh, so sense. he's like a model of that. He's a, yeah, it's like when C three PO would meet other right. models, like the silver C three PO. That whole sequence is actually really cool too. The action in that is them fantastic. going in because you're just like, okay, this is how lethal these robots could be. Where it's just like shooting without looking, or they've got eyes all around. Everything his head. spins he around. Spins. Yeah, his like his waist and his chest go around three sixty in different yeah. directions. The, the little the little thing on his mouth is a gun. Yeah, and There's, he has those two little things that look like his beady little eyes. Yep. I um I I do hope he kind of comes back because in the first episode he's you know what's his name shoots him. He's a robot, so I'm sure he's fine. Hey, we just shoot him through the head. Yeah. Um. So uh. But yeah. I I don't know how we got back on the Mandalorian. It's that good. It it is that good. Oh, we got because of Ragnarok. 
Because Taika Waititi's. Yeah, well, yeah. Taika Waititi's everywhere. As I said, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, oh, it's on my list. The greatest thing in the world. This week. So Marvel Legends never stop. Uh, I, I was getting a couple of Star Wars block. I got some interesting ones. Like I said, I would have gotten the Mandalorian if I could find him. There's an exclusive like trash compactor Luke in the Stormtrooper outfit where his hair is slicked back and he's dirty. And he's covered in garbage. Yeah, and he's holding the communicator so he can scream to C-3PO while a monster tries to eat him. Um, they're doing a great job. I'm picking up more and more of those. I don't think I'll ever collect that line. There's just there's too many at this point, and it's coming from too many sources. I'm like, do I need a bunch of... Attack of the Clones figures? No. But Marvel Legends, I'm still getting everything. Everything. So as I said, Amazon put out an Alpha Flight box set, which is Guardian, Shaman, North Star, Aurora, Puck, and Snowbird. Uh, they had already put out Sasquatch as a Build-A-Figure, and Guardian came out in the Deadpool series, which I believe was the same set with Sasquatch. Oh, uh, Vindicator comes in the set. Not yeah, Vindicator, the uh, Jennifer Hudson Heather, version. Heather Hudson. Yeah, it's a six-figure box set. Um, it was pretty cheap. It was like 100 bucks, but it was six figures. Yeah. If you include Puck as a full figure, that's cheaper than retail of anybody they've done. Um, it's great. Glad to have them. They're all pretty simple. They're very John Byrne costumes. So it's like, I like John. His costume design is, it's all very cut from the same cloth, if yeah. you will, but it's solid. But it's clearly like there's a male body, there's a female body in this set. Yeah. They've got primary colors on them, yep. a couple of different heads. There's no accessories in that set either. No extra hands, no extra, no extra hands, heads, yeah. no blast effects, it's nothing. Fine. Fine with it. Totally fine with it. What really blew me away this week is the X-Men Love Triangle set. Yeah, it's great. And it shouldn't because... You have all those figures already? Right. It's a three-pack. Um, you can find it on Hasbro Plus right now. Amazon's taking pre-orders. Big Bad Toy Store has it. But it is a 90s Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Wolverine. I have all of them. What makes this set so wonderful are the extra hands and heads... Because I was able to create three completely new figures and variants that I always wanted. So, they're all based on the Jim Lee line, but Jean Grey comes with two heads. The comic version, and which has never been made before, her hair in a ponytail, which is the Fox animated show, which right now you can watch on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So they know what they're doing. Cyclops is a re-release um, of the Jim Lee costume, which I already had, but they gave him Old Man Logan's jacket in that classic, I'm a superhero in spandex and a jacket look that you want so much for your Black Knight. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <clears throat> and then the most fun, which would seem to be the even simplest, there's a Tiger Stripe Wolverine. They've done Tiger Stripe Wolverine a bunch of times. They're... Uh, they did them in the Apocalypse set. They did a first appearance one. They've done a bunch of brown Wolverines, which is the same body. They've done an X-Force Wolverine. There's a Logan figure with a cowboy hat. There's a Logan figure with a bike. There's a Weapon X. It's the same figure every time. And yeah, he's Wolverine. He's one of the most popular characters. He's got a lot of iconic looks. You can keep selling him. What made this one different? He's a slightly brighter yellow, which I didn't think I needed. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the yellow. Yeah, they. it's weird because you had all the uh, 90s X-Men team guys set up on the shelf. They're all set up on, on what I call adult boy toy house. Yeah. Uh, Dollhouse is the Nika building. It yeah. was Batman. I switched it all to 90s X-Men because so many of them were coming out. And it, they looked great. And then it's it's not until you got this new set where I'm like, oh, they the yellow is a lot, very orange. In the ones you had from like yeah. you know, two weeks ago. Yeah. And now looking at these new ones, I'm like, oh, this it's, yellow. It's, it's yellow, like, yellow. It's perfect. It's the perfect yellow. So I'm like, 
originally when I saw the set, I was like, oh, great. I already have Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Wolverine. And am I going to buy it for these accessories? So I have two Jean Greys because I put the ponytail head on the old Jean Grey. Cyclops was in a jacket, so I didn't have him before. Cyclops came with two unmasked heads with, like, uh, red, red like, Wayfair glasses and uh, and then uh, shield glasses. So, like, the way John Romita drew, kind of Bono glasses that were the... The, the screen goes across the whole face. Yeah. They don't break for the nose. So you have your choice of what glasses you want Scott Summers to have. So I put that on a classic uh, Cyclops. Wolverine came with extra hands, which they always do. They He always comes with uh, fists and then uh, fists with claws in them. This came with adamantium claws and bone claws. Bone claws are not a great time to be Wolverine. No. Uh I I liked Fatal Attraction. I think it's a cool storyline. It's like it's like why did Magneto do this to Wolverine the first time he tried to kill him? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, he he was pushed to. He he says in it in the many many word balloons of on that panel. He's like he's like I always told myself I'd never do this to you because it was so cruel, but I'm doing it now. Yeah. Um. But he pulled all the adamantium off Wolverine, and that's when you first found out that his claws were part of his skeleton. Right. Which is cool. Yeah. Well, and it makes sense. Um, they weren't before then Marvel said they were knives that they put in his body, uh, when they put the adamantium on a skeleton. Yeah. So it was a big shock. The problem was he kept these bone claws for like six years and they would cut through steel. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point they just started making him more and more of an I remember animal. at one point cyber like broke him. Yeah. He stepped on him. Yeah. And yeah. then his claws were all broken. Yeah. And then they grew back. That happened at the end of, uh, the Wolverine and they never explained. Yeah. They didn't explain a lot of stuff at the end of the Wolverine. No, they never explained how he got the adamantium back. It's just days of future past is, is the next movie and he's got adamantium. Well, time travel. So I had this extra tiger stripe Wolverine with bone claws and I was like, Hey, I'll put the bone claws on the darker yellow. Cause he looks a little dirtier. And Oh, wait a minute. I have that weapon X hair where he's screaming and his hair's all out and he kind of looks like he when he was more feral of like they started to drum without a nose at one point he had a bandana for a mask it got a little crazy uh for a while he's wearing like an old x-men uniform but with a bandana for a mask it uh clearly they didn't know what they were doing they ran out of ideas so i put the bone claws in the head off and then at the last minute i realized oh you can just pop the blue Shoulder, the shoulder pads off. The shoulder blades off. Yeah. And he looks perfect. He looks like they made this. Yeah. You almost have to kind of think, you've done this a few times. There's a silver sable figure that you put a Lalandra hat on and yeah. the cape from an old black knight. And it, it like looks just like Lalandra. You got to kind of wonder is like, are, is that what they're doing? Is Are they yeah, clearly like, they are. We're, we know what we're doing. You know, help, help you guys out. Yeah, they are. They have an excuse to throw the head in. I think it all started with um, Farouk. No, it all started with Onslaught because uh, Farouk was this year. Onslaught was like three, four years ago. They did a Build-A-Figure red Onslaught with the red skull head from Axis. Mm, and people were salty that they didn't include the red. Yeah, and, and it was at a time where there weren't doing a lot of X-Men. And then they just threw, I think with Rogue a year later, yeah, they just threw right. in an Onslaught head just in the package. And there was like, yeah, put that on your old figure you had from last year. Because you guys are all salty about it. And that was like, you guys are buying all these figures and you're keeping all these figures? All right, we'll give you a new accessory from something that came out two years ago. Yeah, And it's just expanding the universe more 
more and more and more, and I couldn't be happy. Yeah, I really dig the uh, kind of everything about what they're doing. It's they're they're putting out like the perfect line of action figures. They're doing every era. It's like we are getting twenty Wolverines every year without like uh, Thunderbird, you know. But uh, it's cool that they are kind of getting everybody. So I say it all the time when we're talking about figures or nerding out at this shit in your basement is like. They'll get to everybody at some point. You know, you'll be yeah. like, oh, well, they're not going to make this guy. And it's like, mm, yeah, they probably are. They'll get you to know? everybody, and so will I. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, I would say probably my favorite thing this week has been The Mandalorian. Uh, we did talk about that a lot, so I'll say. Not the world according to Jeff Goldblum, because that's you all it over. It is great, but uh, I do, I really like action, and The Mandalorian is just like, it's a great, great, great uh, like action show. Um, but I talked about this a few weeks ago is that they did that, uh, fantastic Four grand design book. Right. With Ed, uh, Piscor. Yeah. yeah and I talked to uh, my buddy Ken about this and he was saying there's actually, it's two different guys. I must've got it wrong. There's one guy does it. And then there's another guy that does something very similar. The X-Men were done by Ed, P- Ed, P- Ed Piscor. Yes. Did he do the fantastic four one too? I or guess not. Cause when guy? you mentioned it, I was like, Oh, he's doing an, He's doing this other one, but they just announced he's doing something new, and I'm like, isn't he already doing the Fantastic Four? I, it might so it be must two be different guys, else. but they they have a very similar uh, style, and I think I'm halfway through the X Men book, or maybe I read the first one. I'm in, I'm into the second one. Yeah, the, Grand Design. The first half of the second one. Yeah, and, there's a third one now. Uh, that's already come out. It's already come out. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the first one, Silver Age. The second one is it's like Dark Phoenix. Yeah. So it's like giant size of Dark Phoenix. The yeah. third one is eighties uh, into the nineties. Okay. Cool. So the the cover is Wolverine on the X cross uh, from, from the Sylvester. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, it, it's just cool to read. It's like uh, they're basically like history books of like really condensing the history down to just a couple panels to just kind of journey through the muddled history that is the X-Men. And I got to say, I'm, I'm really excited to continue reading through because I've only read so far into X-Men. It's I've, I've stopped at the end of the mutant massacre and then it's sporadic, uh, up until uh, Hickman takes over. So there's a lot of unknown stuff. So it's so, so even like Joss Whedon and Grant Morrison and that stuff I've read, but I, but what I mean is like, uh, I've read up to mutant massacre. I've read everything. And then, and it, that's where it starts breaking up, right? That's okay. where it breaks up because the '90s is just a mess. So I am excited to keep going and kind of see how this guy explains in his like demented, kooky, <laughs> unbelievable art style and writing of how uh, it all kind of like ties together. Because he is, you know, telling a, a larger story. It seems so. They, they're they're like they're ugly books, and it's like I say that in like a, a really like endearing way. I wouldn't change anything about them. Um, but it's ugly art, but it's like, it's, it's, it's charming for its ugliness. It's like the ugly duckling of comic books, <laughs> you know, but, um, they're, they're just cool little bizarre, um, versions of these, these stories that, you know, people have read a bunch of times. It's like an interesting way to do it. So I'm on board for as many of these as they want to uh, produce. Yeah. And, uh, 90s X-Men does get crazy. I got uh, the X-Men Revolution Omnibus last week. Oh, which yeah, was, we were talking about that off they the brought, Yeah, they brought Chris Claremont back in 2000. Because <laughs> they were um, like, oh, the, the movie didn't increase the sales of these books. What, the we, original what creator. are we doing? And then this book clearly didn't increase the sales yeah. of the books, so they got Grant Morrison. Uh, you know how quickly I read these things. I've had it for a week. I've read an issue and a half. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah, I'm flying through that um, Alpha Flight Omnibus. 
uh, still. I'm probably like two thirds of the way through. Yeah, I got the box set and I was like, oh, do I regret selling out Flight mm. Omnibus? I don't think I do. Yeah, I could always lend it to you. <laughs> yeah, I can read it again. <laughs> it is crazy. I you told you told me when we, you had originally read it, you're like, yeah, he, there's not a lot of backgrounds. And then I was like, I started reading. It. I'm like, well, there's backgrounds. And then like I get you a little just keep going further in the book, and I'm like, oh, he's he's just doing uh, word balloons on white panels for yeah. six pages. They're lost in a snowstorm, and it's like eh, John Burton was running into some deadline problems yeah. apparently. But you you know what I say about Alpha Flight? Go look at what he was drawing in Fantastic Four that same month. It's oh, like, and it's, it's beyond like, incredible. Clearly, Fantastic Four took three weeks. Alpha Flight took one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, if you want to know, uh, let us know what you're into. What are you watching on Disney Plus? Uh, yeah, maybe there's stuff we missed. Besides the Mandalorian, you know? are you really glad that the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody is on there? <laughs> um, you can watch all of Jesse uh, with the basically the Irish Selena Gomez that is Debbie Ryan. <laughs> Uh, let us know what you're into. I notice how hard they're hitting the millennials and being like, "Here's all our '90s oh, stuff." It's it's very much a nostalgia app because yeah, my pe- brother and my sister and uh, our fiance uh, all uh, have it, and uh, that's all they're put. They're sending me pictures of like, "Look, Gummy Bears is on here," and it's like the fucking Gummy Bears cartoon. <laughs> oh my like, god! I just had a guy yesterday, great. a friend of mine yesterday, who's trying to explain uh trying to get his wife on board with another subscription service but he hasn't joined disney plus yet okay. he's like well they won't have gummy bears will they and i pulled they, out my phone and searched i was like there they it do. is yeah Whole series. <laughs> and you know what i remember gummy bears as a kid it's pretty good I know. Yeah, i'm gonna check it out and see if it still uh, holds up yeah let us know what you've been watching uh there are ways to get in touch with us you can follow me at not in my book on instagram and twitter that is the official caffeinated comics social networking feed or you can go to facebook leave us a post comment on one of our posts facebook.com slash caffeinated comics and that's where we're posting everything uh if you want to see the uh, clip that says mcclunky it's on there now clunky and steven um i am uh, on instagram at the brave butter pecan and you can find this show on Spotify and Stitcher and iTunes. The, well, it's now the Apple Podcast Apple app. Apple Podcast app. Although if you haven't updated your software, still iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk to you next week.